Thanks for listening to The Last Days Podcast with Dr. Todd and Katie Holmes. To stay connected, please check out the River of Tri-Cities Church on YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, or online at riveroftricities.com. The Last Days Podcast can be found on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Spotify. Now, here's Dr. Todd and Katie Holmes. Really, we can look at the book of Acts. I mean, that's that's our example of the New Testament church, the New Testament believer. And you look at the ones that they weren't even, you know, the, the apostles, but, you know, like last night in the service, uh, Wednesday night, uh, or Wednesday night service here for those of you that are listening at different times. Um, I was taught reading, um, from acts, you know, about Philip, the deacon and everything that, that he operated in. And I mean, at such an amazing level that actually is where all Christians should be operating yeah. at. He wasn't a fivefold minister. No. Later he became an evangelist. Yes. But that's because he stepped out as a deacon. Right. Right, and started operating, but I mean, he at and that the gifts point made as room a deacon, right? He's operating in signs, wonders, healings, and miracles. Mm-hmm. So much so that Simon, who'd been a sorcerer and you know operated by the power of of the devil and everything, who actually people thought was of God, wasn't. Um, you know, he actually ended up you know giving his life to Jesus and getting water baptized, and, yeah. and I mean, radically changed because of what he saw. Philip demonstrate and and became aware like oh wow this is you know you know of course of salvation but this is the power of God that he has and of course later you know the end of the chapter there Philip ends up getting translated and I mean just totally amazing um but that's of course our example and our pattern but a lot of times you know if you're you're not going to find a person that operates in the power of God fully and the supernatural power of God the pure flow of God when they mix other things and mm-hmm. they dabble and they drink alcohol because of course you're opening yourself up then to spirits mm-hmm. the enemy's spirits not God's spirits anything and, that's addictive that can be addictive in your life is going to steal power from you. Absolutely. And if you compromise, you know, the saying goes, what you compromise to keep you losing the end, but you find if you're a person of compromise, you cannot be trusted with God's power then, because what are you going to do with that? And if you operate and you yield to the things of the enemy, you, you, you don't even recognize actually what's pure, what's of the enemy or what's of God, what's a familiar spirit. You know, um, and there are plenty of Christians who just mix stuff. Mm -hmm. And if your motive is that you'd go after a manifestation, you're more interested in a manifestation than you are actually in just God himself and a relationship, a pure relationship with the Holy Spirit, you can't be trusted either. That's exactly right. Very true. What, What does God entrust to you? What do you... And, and and I'm not talking about give me a scripture for it. I'm talking about what is flowing out of you that other people recognize. Because we can confess a lot of things. People can profess a lot of things. I mean, people call themselves all kinds of different things as far as in fivefold ministry even. And you can say, I'm this, I'm that. Well, let's see the proof of it. Right. What's the, you know, what's the proof of your calling? Mm-hmm. And instead of a business card, that's not right. proof of your calling. Right. Um, a, a sound system, that's not proof of your calling. Right, a title. A title's right. not proof of your calling. Mm-hmm. A website, that's not proof of your calling. A In crowd. Fact, you, you stole those pictures mm-hmm. of the crowd from somebody else's website. Um, 
that those aren't proof of your calling, any of that stuff. Right. It's just that, you know, you want you want to do something and, and you can't work up the things of God, Simon. Excuse me, whoever you are. <laughs> you can't do that. You have to you have to pay a price for it. Philip right. paid the price. Right. Simon saw what Philip was doing and thought, whoa, look, people are coming to him. That's cool. I want to be known for this too. Simon, his his previous agenda, anything that he wanted, he could pay for. And he could just like, hey, tell me how much does it cost to get what you've got there? Mm-hmm. And so, you know, when then all of a sudden he hears, you know, hey, you know, you're in the 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 gall of wickedness. And and you know, you know, pray that that God would forgive you those thoughts. Right. Um, because you know, you don't you don't pay money to get the things of God. That's God wants your heart. Right. Yeah, you can you can give, you can you can be generous, and you should be generous, and you, and that should just be a, a you know another flow that comes out of us. But you can't purchase. There is no uh, there is no merchandising the anointing. That's right. That's it's, right. There's there's you can't do that, and and so we have to understand that you know no matter no matter what people may say, you know I'm just really believing God that He's going to use me in the miraculous. Okay, wonderful. Praise God. What are you doing to press in in that area? Right. What's the level of intimacy that that you have gotten to consistently in your life as a believer that is producing a new level of power in you? Right. Right. Um, and of course, we've been referring to Acts chapter eight. That's the portion of scripture we were talking about there, so that you can go and and look that up and and read that. But um, you know, no intimacy with the Holy Spirit is going to equal no power of the Holy Spirit in your life. That's right. So uh, you know, the Holy Spirit um, is more interested in a relationship with you than he is in you know just you using him to elevate your name or to, you know, so that you can, people can be awed by the power flowing through you. Our motives have to be pure. They do. That's, that's a, that's a required thing. You have to have pure motives. Right. If you're going to have pure power flow out of you, otherwise you're going to get exposed. Right. Now, and and people have to be consistently in the presence of God. Simon, I mean, he had just gotten saved. He was like a groupie. Mm-hmm. Right, right. He was. He, he really, yes. he was like a, he was yeah. like a Christian groupie. Mm-hmm. Sorry if I'm hitting too close to home for some of you. You know, you just go to all the meetings. Yeah, this person's over here. I'm going to go over here. I'm going to go over here. Meanwhile, around, right? meanwhile, there's really nothing supernatural coming forth from your life. Right. You just go from meeting to meeting to meeting to meeting to meeting. It's like okay? Christian entertainment for the person. It is. Yeah. It really is. And that's where Simon was for a period mm-hmm. of time until his heart right. got exposed. Your motive is incorrect. Right. Let's read this here. Okay. Let's read this here. Um, it says in Acts chapter 8, as my wife was saying there, starting, and I'm going to read this out of the New Living Translation. 
And it says in verse 4, But the believers who were scattered preached the good news about Jesus wherever they went. Philip, for example, went to the city of Samaria and told the people there about the Messiah. Crowds listened intently to Philip because they were eager to hear his message and see the miraculous signs he did. Many evil spirits were cast out, screaming as they left their victims. And many who had been paralyzed or lame were healed. So there was great joy in that city. That's, that's powerful. Right. That's the way right. things should be. Right. And a man named Simon, verse 9, had been a sorcerer there for many years, amazing the people of Samaria and claiming to be someone great, okay? So he was, he was used to seeing the amazing things come right. forth from him. Everyone from the least to the greatest often spoke of Simon as the great one, the power of God. Okay, And they listened closely to him because for a long time he had astounded them with his magic. But he was just into deception. That's what the devil does. He'll, he'll deceive people, thinking, making people think this power is of God. Meanwhile, the person's heart is evil. And there's no pure flow of anointing out of them. It's actually familiar spirits that they're operating in. Right. Verse 12, I'll let that speak by itself. But now the people believe Philip's message of good news concerning the kingdom of God in the name of Jesus Christ. And as a result, many men and women were baptized. Then Simon himself believed and was baptized. And he began following Philip wherever he went. He's the groupie. And he was amazed by the signs and great miracles Philip performed. And when the apostles in Jerusalem heard that the people of Samaria had accepted God's message, they sent Peter and John there. And as soon as they arrived, they prayed for these new believers to receive the Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit had not yet come upon any of them, for they had only been baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus. And then Peter and John laid their hands on these believers, and they received the Holy Spirit. Okay, And so there was visible manifestation that they had received something. They were already saved but they didn't have the Holy Ghost. Now, when Peter and John laid hands on them, there was something visible that took place because Simon noticed it. And when Simon, it says in verse 18, saw saw that the Spirit was given when the apostles laid their hands on people, he offered them money to buy this power. Let me have this power too, he exclaimed, so that when I lay my hands on people, they will receive the Holy Spirit. But Peter replied, may your money be destroyed with you for thinking God's gift can be bought. You have no part in this for your heart is not right with God. Repent of your wickedness and pray to the Lord. Perhaps he will forgive your evil thoughts. For I can see that you are full of bitter jealousy and are held captive by sin. All Simon wanted was, I want to do what that person's doing. I want to, oh, sorry, that sounds like people in the church. I want to have a ministry like Catherine Kuhlman. I want to have a ministry like, like Smith Wigglesworth. I want to have a ministry like, like Dr. Rodney Howard Brown. I want, I, I want that. I want what somebody else has. Mm-hmm. Instead of pay the price spiritually to get what God says he'll give you and it'll be your own. Yes, and it'll be what he wants. It'll be exactly what he wants. Pray to the Lord for me, Simon exclaimed in verse 24, that these terrible things you've said won't happen to me. And after testifying and preaching the word of the Lord in Samaria, Peter and John returned to Jerusalem, and they stopped in Samaritan villages along the way to preach the good news. And so I think 
there's a lot of Simons in the church, Mm -hmm. capital C, church. Lot that, you know what, they've, they have a past in things that are not of God. But they haven't received a full revelation, a full enough revelation. It says that Simon believed. That's what is, that is the prerequisite for salvation. That's actually right. what it is. Salvation right. is believing. Right. Okay. And so he believed. So he was a believer. Mm-hmm. He was a believer. Simon was a believer, but still had evil heart intentions. Right. And it was going in the wrong direction for him. And what exposed the evil in his heart was the move of the Holy Spirit. Right. It was the infilling of the Holy Ghost. Mm -hmm. Because, whoa, I want this power too, he said. I want this power too. He had already amazed people, and so people probably had already been healed. Because there is demo, there is a demonic side of that also. Mm-hmm. Miracles, signs, and wonders have been taking place. That goes all the way back into you know into, into with with Moses. Okay, when you know Moses, you know was was there before Pharaoh, and Pharaoh had his guys throw their mm-hmm. throw their serpents down, and they became snakes. And Moses was there, and he threw his serp- he threw his stick down, and it became a snake. And the only reason that Pharaoh knew that Moses was greater is Moses' <laughs> snake ate the other dude's snakes. Right. <laughs> okay? And so you, you see that, you know, there's a constant battle over, over you know, power in, in the world. And the mm-hmm. enemy wants, say, wants to say, look over here. Look at this. Mm-hmm. Well, you know what? And, and you say, oh, well, you know, and then people compare Oh well, you know that's that's kind of similar to what you know that's in the movies and everything mm-hmm. like that, mm-hmm. and and so who knows if in the church this is real? Mm-hmm. Everybody's been dumbed down by Hollywood, right? And they believe the lie, and that you'll get into like I said, Harry Potter Christianity, mm-hmm. and they'll 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 dabble in that. And, and that means something to them. Oh, this is special. I like this. I like that. You ought to hate that. Right. I hope you're listening to me. You ought to hate that. I've never seen one Harry Potter movie, never read one Harry Potter book. I won't. They're not allowed in my home. Okay? I don't let our boys have anything to do with them. We don't, we don't get them Harry Potter backpacks. Okay? <laughs> Or a Harry Potter cape? No, none of this, none of this stuff. Okay, no, that's that's wickedness, right. and that is it is blatant witchcraft. Right. I mean, right. it doesn't disguise it as anything else. It's blatant. It's in your face, and the church accepts it. Right, because they have no they have no power of the Holy Ghost. They have nothing of the real. And many people they they pick up those books and they do these these things and dabble in different things and are totally clueless. Amen. Because there's not enough, you know, preachers that really have, you know, some Holy Ghost gumption 
for intestinal fortitude on the inside to basically say it. Thank God for Peter who called out Simon, mm-hmm. who just said, excuse me, you're, wi-, and I mean, he just went for it. You know what? I mean? You're going to, you're no. wicked to the core. Pray, maybe God will forgive you. <laughs> because people want that. I want this. I think that's great. Oh, wow. It's wonderful. I, we we come to your church. We, we, we need a touch of God. And oh, it's so wonderful. We love we that. Know where to go. Meanwhile, <clears throat> meanwhile, you go home, you sit in your, you sit on your bed and you're flipping the Harry Potter pages with one hand and your other hand has your margarita in it. Okay? There's a problem. There's the breakdown. There's the blockage right there. Right. That's why you need somebody else to represent the power of God That's and to right. manifest a flow of the, uh, and you can't. Right. right. And, it's, and it shouldn't be that way. That's not the way that God wants it to be. Thank God that we have pastors, we have spiritual leaders in our life that are there to, to help us. And you need to be submitted. You need to have boundaries in your life for everything. But it was never meant to be that the only spiritual person amongst a huge group of people was the pastor. No. No. It's for every Christian. We're raising up an army of powerful men and women here. Yes, absolutely. An army of them. And so we understand. My wife said, as she was teaching um, on Wednesday night, you know, we have more people. We have more people leave. We have more visitors leave our services than most churches have visitors. Right. And the the thing, and that that's true because people don't know how to handle in a religious environment. They don't know how to handle the power of God. No, they can't even tell what what's God and what's the devil. It's like, you know, the power of God starts starts moving and the presence of God is there. And so, you know, you sometimes, you know, we call people forward many times, lay hands on them, walk around, walk through the crowd. You do all this this all the time, babe, and lay hands on them. And you see, of course, people they they can't, I mean, they fall out because they can't stand up anymore. And then somebody goes, Oh my gosh, it's the devil that like literally cannot tell the I mean it is so far beyond me how you can be so spiritually dense. But the thing is, is like, you know, when you're hungry for God, just like I've said before, you know, I I was a brand new Christian, but as soon as I felt the presence of God, even though my mind couldn't figure it out, couldn't figure out why people are laughing, why, you know, people are falling down, all this kind of stuff, it felt like home to me. Absolutely. Because I didn't have a religious mindset to to be like, oh, oh my gosh, something's actually happening in a church. It must be a devil. Seriously. I mean, I just, your it blows my mind. Your spirit knows the presence of God. Yes, absolutely. If you'll yield to your spirit and get out of your, you know, the your people, goofy yeah, head. They get, that, they get that can of worms in their heads. And they, they're just like, oh, this is... I don't know. I've never, I've never seen this before. I don't, I'm not sure about this. I'm not sure about something else. No, it's, it's listen to the Holy ghost speaking to your heart and get in your word, get in the word of God, because the Holy spirit and the move of the Holy spirit will only confirm the Bible. If it's not in the Bible, then yes, throw it out. This is where people also get flaky because they go after manifestations that are outside of the word of God. Mm-hmm. Okay. And, and then they, they get goofy, flaky, weird, and, and obviously they produce nothing. They have no power in their life. Um, just, just granolas, really. Granola Christians, we call them. They are fruits, nuts, and flakes. But, but that doesn't take away, like you said, if there's a counterfeit, that means obviously you can't have a counterfeit without there being a real thing. 
Amen. This is the time of the real and the true church. This is a great separation has taken place, and I believe still continuing, and we'll see more. But now we see the true church, the true Christian, rising up strong, and the power will only get more powerful. The purity will only get more pure. You know, the power, you cannot have the true power of God without holiness. And when I say holiness, I'm not talking about outside stuff. You can have a person that by def, some religious definition is holy because the lady doesn't wear makeup or, you know, the man doesn't have long hair or, you know, she always wears a dress and not pants or whatever and absolutely have zero power of God flowing through them. Mm -hmm. It is not based upon that. But understand that your holiness is marked actually by a life that is set apart for God's purpose and you spend time with him in his word, in his, in prayer, you, 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 you are persevering, you're developing your, in your walk with God, you're hungering after him, you're thirsting after him, you have a desperate cry of your heart. God is going to answer. He's going to flow through you in a mighty way when you, you are determined to be set apart for his purpose and for his glory. You get rid of small thinking. Yeah. You get rid of the distractions of the flesh. You don't give in to them. You don't give in to negative people or negative thoughts or anything like that. And it will be amazed at how you actually will begin to have a supernatural flow out of your life. Amen. The way God intended for it to be. Right. That's why Jesus said when he stood on that great day of the feast, and he said, come unto me, everyone who is thirsty. Yes. And if you'll come to him, you'll follow him. Out of your belly will flow rivers of living water. Yes. That's what that's what's got to come out of the believers' lives in right. these last days. Right. By the way, you're listening to the Last Days podcast. And this is what has to come <laughs> yes. out of your lives. Yes, and it's so it's so possible and really so if we'll just keep things simple. Don't, don't you know, religion always wants to complicate stuff. And it's like you can never arrive at anything actually that God wants you to have. And so it, it, really these things are are simple. And again, you know, the purest things are actually simple. Really. You know, when you look at pure food or, you know, you can, you can buy it's additives that messes things right, up. Right. If you buy, you know, pure, um, vanilla, for example, or whatever, or, or pure, you know, you have, you know, meat that is pure. It's just a single source. This is all that's right. all, all there. Right. And that's the, that's the strongest, most powerful, most effective thing mm -hmm. and the best for you. Yeah. But people have begun become so used to treated things mm -hmm. and, and, and substitute stuff. Mm -hmm. I mean, when, I mean, when I was growing up, this was, you know, last century, you know, when, you know, and everybody, you know, you would think butter, butter is so good. And then they began to come out with this stuff called margarine and, and, and people were, People, I mean, there was being pushed and everything. If you think it's butter, but it's not, it's chiffon. And it was, what's chiffon? Oh, it's it's actually just one one little uh, molecule. molecule away from plastic. But and it's got le it's got no fat or less calories. Yeah, it'll, or, yeah it'll, you know, it'll be better for you. No, it'll kill you. It's actually much worse for you. Yeah, you, you need a good healthy <clears throat> fat. 
You have to have that. And, and science is, uh, you know, follow the science. Science is always changing, okay? <laughs> and they're, they're kind of, scientists are fickle because they'll say one time, oh, this is this, this is that, whatever. And, I mean, because, you know, they used to, they used to tell you, you know, yeah, hey, you need some cocaine. You went to the doctor. That was the science and everything, and now it's illegal. Um, so, hey, where are we, folks? Um, yeah, they used to put it in Coca-Cola. Absolutely. Who knows? I mean, Maybe you used to be able do. to go to the doctor and actually get <laughs> prescribed cocaine. Um, and I'm not saying that that's, that's what we need, okay? I'm just oh, saying no, now we, we get weed, medicinal we need get weed. The, yeah, we need the power of God, amen. Absolutely. We don't need the, you the don't need medicinal weed CBD. or anything else, any other, you know, thing that would, a substitute again. Mm-hmm. No, you just need the power of God to flow in your life. You'll be amazed at how much, you know, you, when we actually look to God and look to Jesus as our true source of everything, you'll be amazed then it, then, then he will be exactly that Amen. to you. And so what comes in you pure can come out of you pure. Right. It can't, you can't, you can't give you can't allow polluted stuff to come in you and expect a pure flow to come out of you. Right. It just doesn't happen, okay? Right. Your ears are not like sanitation dumps mm-hmm. where, you or know, you can eyes. get, or your eyes, you know, where you, you know, I can just take in anything and it doesn't affect me. You're stupid. Right. You know, that's why a that's lot of a people lot. will, you know, watch pornography or whatever and think, well, it doesn't affect anybody else. I'm the only one. Oh, no, no. The devil doesn't do anything so that just one person would be affected. Understand that. He's actually good at what he does. And so it will distort everything in your life, and then that comes out to, that's what comes out to people. An ungodly, filthy influence comes out of you when that is what you're taking in. Mm -hmm. You know, let me me give an example here. Back many years ago um, in our church in uh, Tulsa, Oklahoma, there was a, um, a man that uh, contacted us and was wanting to come in for services, um, said he was a friend of another minister that I knew that a really great man of God, very pure flow. I contacted this minister and said, do you know so-and-so? He goes, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've known him for many years, and oh, I think it'd be great if you had him in and everything. Meanwhile... He didn't know uh, that this other minister that had contacted me had um, gotten into some junk in his life, and it was polluting him in a terrible way. Um, And fornication and pornography and everything else. And so based on based on the recommendation from the man of God that I that I knew and, and, and trusted the flow of God in him. I went ahead and said, "Oh, it'd be great." So we had this, uh, we had this other guy, and I remember contacting him and saying, "Yeah, hey, why don't you come in and um, and do some meetings?" And so, and he knew the he knew the word of God, and he he preached the word of God, and you know there was there was definitely things flowing out of it because you know he wanted to flow with what was happening. Um in the body of Christ at that time, and there was great revival that was going, you know, spreading throughout the nation. But he had 
some real unclean issues. And after he was gone, different ones in our church began to manifest uncleanness. A sexual demon would like been released. And I was, I was dealing with all kinds of different things. And after, uh, after just a, a, a few days, I was like, well, whoa, something's going on here. This is like, there's like an outbreak. And, and as I began to talk with different ones, I said, when did this start? When did you first notice it? Oh, well, um, after so-and-so laid their hands on me. Like, oh, and one after another, after another, after another, every single one, it had come because that person was unclean. And so I, I began to research, began to find out where the person gone, what was going on. And, and after, after a lot of investigating, I confronted this person. And they got very upset at me, extremely upset at me. And um, because that was, you know, what was going on. And then the, the one that recommended, um, the, the friend, found out. And he really took it to another level with uh, sorting that, that minister out. And, the, and he should have been because that had crept in then. And so then there had to be a lot of pure flow to be able to write the things that the enemy had come in to try to mess with. And, and so the, I, I learned at that time, well, I've got I've to really know those that come in to the church. I mean, I've got to know that I know. And so, and, you know, and I, I turned everything around and I was like, you know, this, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to check stem to stern. I'm going to know where you've been, what do other ministers say, you know, that is going on in your life? What have they noticed? Um, I, I want to know where people, where people have been. And, and I want to know there is a pure flow. And so if you're listening to this thinking, oh, I just want to go to the River of Tri-Cities. You don't know me. I don't know you. I want to tell you something. You ain't coming here. Okay? <laughs> you, you won't come here. You, it just, to that's just to, about to minister. That, right? Yeah. Yeah. And, and so, you know, um, and, and, you know, Dr. Rodney Howard Brown, he'll say, you know, I, I want to know people. Mm-hmm, you know, come in. Right. Sit in the services. Let, right. Let's see how you react underneath, you know, sitting in the anointing. Right. Let me see your and wife. Absolutely. Let's see, let's see mm-hmm. her come around and everything. Not you're just doing your own thing. Um, and, and so you, you'll be able to see there is a flow out of people's life. Is there a pure flow? You can right. see hunger in people's lives. Absolutely. If, if, if a person comes and, you know, I'm a minister, but, you know, they don't know how to yield. They don't know how to flow. There's no hunger in them. No, you, you, you need a touch of God. Right. You don't need another meeting. You need a touch of God right. in your own life. Right. You need to get hungry for God. Right. Right? You don't need another meeting. In fact, you shouldn't have another meeting. Right. You need to go back and sell wood at Lowe's. Mm-hmm. Um, do something else until God can turn things around in your life, and you can get on track, and you can be ablaze with the power of God. Yes, which is for every believer. Amen. All the potential is there. Everything has been laid out for you. You just got to grab hold. If, you know, maybe now the Holy Spirit is actually speaking to you about some adjustments that you need to make. Maybe he's telling you you need to set, set time apart for me each day. That's what each believer needs to do. There's, it's impossible to have any type of relationship without communication. 
Mm -hmm. and you've got to be able to give your time. And, you know, and when you're in a relationship with someone that you love, which I, I would pray you love, you know, the Lord and you love the Holy Spirit because he loves you. He wants a relationship more with you than you even want with him. But, you know, it's impossible to have a real fruitful, wonderful relationship when you don't spend time with people and you don't communicate. You, you have to pay a price to set that, that time aside. I mean, we, we do, we do that regularly just so that we can have a strong marriage because first of all, each, each of us want to have that. But second of all, we also realize that, that we're an example. And we also realize that the word says we, if we don't do well in our marriage and leading our family, then we can't stand before people and lead the church, we disqualify ourselves from the call of God upon our lives if we can't even do what's necessary with the natural things. And so if you can't make the adjustments in the natural realm, you know, really, you, you've you proven to the Lord, why, why, why should he trust you with the true riches, with his supernatural power and anointing, if you're not even willing to, to make some adjustments in the natural Right. And I think a lot of times people are just lazy, but I'm telling you, the world has to have Christians that are full of the power of God, not just people shouldn't know that you're a Christian because you say I'm a Christian. They actually, I mean, you can say that and all, all of that, but they actually should, should realize, you know, when you carry the power of God and there's something different about you, the presence of God, people will say things to you like, you're different. What, like, what is it? about you. Absolutely. They recognize that not because you say I'm this or I believe this, you carry the power of God and it starts coming out of you before you even say things. Amen. They feel something different from you. There's got to be that flow. Are you allowing it to come out of you? Is it real? Yes. Is it powerful? The pure supernatural flow. Amen. Yes. That's what it's got to be. Amen. Well, I think that's it for yeah, today. That's great. We're going to we're going to bring this to a close here. We love you. Thank you so much for listening to the Last Days podcast, and we encourage you. Please share this with somebody right. that yes. you somebody that you love, somebody that you want to see go to the next level. Somebody and, that needs it. Amen. <laughs> which would be a lot of people. And so pass this along, and uh, share your experience with them. And let them know that you're there for them. Amen? Yes. Make plans to be here September, October, September for our revival, October for the Women's Flourish Conference, the ladies, uh, not Flourish. Vibrant. Vibrant Conference. October 5th through the 8th. So. September Revival, September 11th through the 16th. Here at the River of Tri-Cities Church. We love you and we welcome you. And it's so great to have you here with us. God bless you. Have a wonderful, wonderful day. Hey, this is Dr. Todd Holmes, and I want to thank you for listening to this podcast, whether it was myself or my amazing wife, Katie, maybe the two of us together. If you want to be more than just an occasional listener and desire to really stand with us as we take the message of the gospel of Jesus Christ to this generation, go to riveroftricities.com. That's riveroftricities.com and click on donate to be a part of the last day's army of monthly partners that we're taking ground with. If you'd like to do that, I would like to send you a special gift for partnering with us. So until next time, thank you so much for listening. God bless you.